Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. It's an old song. The authorship is debated. The actual lyrics are altered. But it's considered one of the most favored hymns of Christianity. Come thou fount of every blessing. The second verse begins, Here I raise my Ebenezer. Here by thy great help I've come. Ebenezer. We more commonly think of Dickens' Christmas Carol when we say that word. But Ebenezer was a memorial, a memorial built at the end of an era by none other than the last judge of Israel, the prophet Samuel. It was a memorial or a structural reminder built to recall an incident. I know that memory can be a mixed blessing. Sometimes our memories dredge up hurts and misunderstandings that are best forgotten. We remember words that were said in anger and in haste. The ability to remember can indeed be a curse. But like so many faculties God placed within mankind, memory can also be a blessing. In fact, a person who remembers God's goodness in times past often stands taller in the moment. The memory of past blessings can become the springboard for a present victory. Throughout history, God has urged His people to remember. As was often the case, Israel's memorials to God used stone. Stone gave more than passing praise to God. A stone spoke of timelessness. A marker placed at the head of a grave is made of marble or granite to perpetuate the memory of the deceased. In the same sense, Israel used stones to express a lasting gratitude to the God who brought them victory. On Mount Ararat, we find Noah building an altar of stones to express thanks for God's protection for he and his family. On Mount Moriah, Abraham built an altar calling it Jehovah-Jireh, the God who provides. On Bethel's lonely slopes, stones used as pillows became an altar to give praise to the God who meets with man. And beneath the swelling of the Jordan River, where the priest's feet stood, stones were placed to give glory to the God who brings his people through any and all difficulty. But this is one of those instances that the memorial is actually given a name. Samuel called it Ebenezer. It means the stone of help. Future generations would gather around it and be reminded, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us, or thus far the Lord has helped us. He has helped us to this point. Hello, my name is Ken Gurley, and all this week on Daily Devotion, we're going to be talking about the theme of hope. How hope is the rope that will see us through life's difficult situations. Let's go back 20 years from the day of that memorial. Israel had hit rock bottom. The Philistines had defeated the people of God. The two rebellious sons of the priest Eli had carried the Ark of the Covenant into battle. And as was prophesied, both sons died on the same day, and the Ark was taken captive. When Eli heard it, he fell from his chair his neck broken, he passed, and the people turned to Samuel. Rotten systems will eventually topple of their own accord. 
But God was raising up Samuel the whole time. The people turned to him and asked what they should do. It's one of the greatest pictures of revival and renewal in the Bible. They prayed, they fasted, they put away their strange gods, they confessed their weaknesses, their sins. And in the midst of that, the Philistines attacked. Israel had gathered to worship, not to make war. They were defenseless. They begged Samuel to pray that God would deliver them from the hands of the enemy. He offered a sacrifice, cried out to God, and God responded with a storm filled with lightning and hail. He drove the enemy back, and Israel rose up, picked up the enemy's weapons, and they saw a victory. That's when Samuel took the large stone, placed it between the towns of Mizpah and Shen, and said, It was here. It was at this point, at this moment in time, that God responded to our cry. God answered my prayer. He called it Ebenezer. To this point, the Lord has helped us. Can you imagine being a child in the audience that day? You see adults smiling as tears stream down their faces. You see a faraway look in their eyes. Why does everyone seem to walk taller and more confidently after witnessing this large memorial? It's a renewal. They were renewed at the stone of help at Ebenezer. And come thou fount of every blessing, we hear those words, here I raise my Ebenezer, here by thy great help I've come. I think each and every one of us should learn to raise an Ebenezer and be renewed by a memory of the faithfulness of the Almighty God. America has in times past, it was during the Second World War, that FDR prayed during the D-Day invasion of Normandy on June 6, 1944. Almighty God, our sons, pride of our nation, this day have set upon a mighty endeavor, a struggle to preserve our republic, our religion, and our civilization, and to set free a suffering humanity. Help us, Almighty God, to rededicate ourselves in renewed faith in Thee, in this hour of great sacrifice, a renewed faith in a God who is truer and more faithful than we can imagine. You see, humanity, we are fickle, we're feckless, but he is faithful. And to see that renewal, we have to follow that well-worn path. That renewal comes through repentance. It was after a 20-year spiritual drought, God turned to help his people this renewal came first through repentance. Samuel told the people, if you return to the Lord with all of your hearts, if you'll put away the strange gods, he will deliver you. It's gradual. It's incremental. We displace God from his throne in our hearts. Oh, we may not have physical idols, but anything that takes God's place in our life becomes an idol, a career, a retirement plan, family, hobbies, hatred, grudges, vices, addictions, anything can become an idol. Samuel said when we turn completely to the Lord and we put away the idols, we put away the sinful things, that renewal will come. It always begins with repentance. It always starts with a turning toward the Lord and a turning away from what substituted for him. Turn away from the media, turn to the Lord. 
Turn away from the advice of carnal individuals. Turn to the Lord. Turn away from those inner voices and vices. Turn to the Lord. People ask me, why am I so unhappy? Could it be you have not turned fully to the Lord? That there's some area in your life you haven't died to. You're still wanting your own way, insisting on your own will. Who wants God to leave us alone? God had left Israel alone for 20 years until they cried out, Return unto the Lord with all of your hearts. The second verse of Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing that says, Here I raise my Ebenezer. We see the renewal at Ebenezer through repentance, but we also see it through sacrifice. Notice that this victory at Ebenezer came through the burnt offering of a lamb. Renewal comes through sacrifice. In the days that pioneers traversed this continent in covered wagons with the cries of westward hope, they faced all manner of formidable obstacles. At night, they would circle their wagons. They also circled them when under attack. I've seen a similar attitude in people today. When we sense that we are under attack, we tend to circle the wagons or we batten down the hatches. We get in a defensive posture and we clutch what is ours or what we think is ours. Our time, our feelings, our material possessions. And we stop sacrificing. We don't want to get hurt. This circle the wagon approach is destructive for a child of God. For when we get defensive, we begin to make unforced errors. We grow fearful. We lose touch with the faithful God. The best thing to do is to sacrifice your way through. The minor prophet Habakkuk beheld the possibility of hard times, gave a prescription for dealing with it. He said, although the fig tree doesn't blossom, no fruit in the vines, that the olive trees are failing and the fields don't yield grain, even though the flock may be cut off from the fold, there's no herd in the stalls anymore. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation, that you and I are renewed through the sacrifice of praise, repentance, sacrifice. And here's one more. Renewal comes through prayer. When the Israelites had repented and Samuel had sacrificed, the Bible tells us they cried to Samuel, cease not to cry unto the Lord our God for us, for he will save us. How did God's help, the Ebenezer, arrive on the scene? Through repentance, sacrifice, and prayer. These brought God into the situation. Whether it's a lion's den, a Red Sea, a giant, whether it's a wicked king, a famine, or a sickness, whether it's a sleepless night, financial trouble, or pain, prayer brings the Lord's attention and help into our situation. You remember that New Testament admonition, you have not because you ask not. That day at the stone of help, God brought Israel the victory. They were renewed. I want you to notice the placement of Ebenezer. 
on the exact spot where Israel had been defeated 20 years prior. Now we build a memorial. We raise an Ebenezer. I read a recollection by a 19th century preacher of his days as a child. His mom and his dad were going through some rough times. He was too young to understand what was happening, but he knew that there was great trouble in the house. But one day he walked in and the troubles had seemingly miraculously vanished. The spirit of his parents were restored. The attitude of the home improved. He didn't know what the trouble was, nor did he know why anything got better. All he knew was that a framed scrap piece of paper suddenly appeared on the wall of their house at that time. It was nothing to look at. It didn't belong with their home's decor. In fact, it seemed totally out of place. But he felt that it held the key to the mystery of the renewal that had come to his home. One day, he brought a chair over, crawled up in the chair, and stared at the piece of paper. He noticed it was torn from a newspaper, and it was a Bible verse. Years later, this piece of paper was what all the children desired to inherit from their parents upon their demise. It had grown to be the theme of that family's success. What they desired to inherit was that verse, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. To this point, God's been here. We need a stone of help. We need an Ebenezer. We need that renewal that can only come through repentance, through sacrifice, and through prayer. Here, I raise my Ebenezer. Here, by thy great help, I've come. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. Blessed, 90 Days to Change Your World is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.